following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Camera time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it because frustration sets in? Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live on the Double Wide Network. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, it's Saturday morning, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. And we'd like to welcome all of you to the show this morning. This is our second week of our two-hour extravaganza. I love to say that. Doing double time. They're doing double time. Now on <laughs> from 8 to 10 every Saturday right here on the Double Wide Network, and we are making we're making history here, Dan. Yes, we are. I know. Dan, and that voice, if you've just... Uh, joined us, that voice that you hear besides mine is, no, no, it's Dan Hayden from DEC Building Consultants, and I am your host, Steve Dubell, and the man behind the sneeze guard that makes it all happen, he's still, he's shaking his head, you know, he lives for Saturday morning. Our man behind the, behind the sneeze guard is Josh. You know, I really do live for Saturday mornings with you guys, but when I come in here, and we're all ready to go, and then I hear Dan start making that noise. Do that again, by the way. You realize I have a sound drop that sounds exactly like that? Really? You know, you could borrow him if you want, and each show you want. We'll, we'll give him to you on loan. The human mixing board. Did you get that before or after you started checking electricity outlets? Uh, actually, that happened when I was a kid. You no know, comments. No <laughs> you know, and Josh, that was a, Josh. That was a great segue for our guest today. Our first guest on the show is Sean Lapointe from Mister Electric, and we will be here talking with him in a moment. Uh, all things electric, especially in the summertime when um, electric is uh, you, the use of electric is on overload. Everybody in the world, obviously, if your electric if your electric goes out. Or if your air conditioner goes out, it, it's it's curtains. If you turn, if your AC is turning on and the lights dim, it's time to get old, Mister Electric. Yes, now. absolutely, absolutely. You want to do that, but we also want to welcome our brand new sponsor that we uh, announced last week, DirectVi, and uh, they are going to be uh, sharing a lot of information. We talked about the the, the DirectVi lifestyle. We talked about, and I got to tell you, you know, when we built our home back in two thousand seven. Uh, we actually did the direct buy lifestyle because we basically, when we joined, we bought everything that we could through direct buy for our home. That was windows and doors. We bought furniture. We bought a whole bunch of different things. We bought um, uh, TVs, all kinds of electronic equipment because we were able to go and buy quality equipment and save a whole bundle of money. That's right. Now, Dan, you were you walked through direct by the other day, mm-hmm. probably for one of the very first times. What did you think? Uh, this is a whole lot better than any uh, builder's home show room because you know you actually have actually a full palette of colors and products and things to look at and to put on your wish list. Because once you walk through, your wish list gets bigger. Oh. <laughs> it just brings me brings me brings me old memories of walking through the record store when I walked in when I was buying. New uh, new vinyl for spinning show, you know, for doing uh, different gigs and everything else, and it was just like oh, it was like a kid in a candy store. That's right. I want everything, but the but the wallet was only so big. And what year yeah. was that? 
What? Oh, oh see, he said it, not me. All right, I'm gonna. He see, said now, it, not me. See, uh, he jumped the, the, in. He the, the, jumped the, in before the official announcement. Uh, of a shot the, across Starboard. Uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna be doing a little shock and awe a little bit later, talking about some electrical problems. But as long as we, you know, as long as he chimed in, we want to announce our guest today. Our first guest today is Sean Lapointe from Mister Electric, and uh, that you know, let's see, what year was that? Um, just. Tell us whether or not I, it was before or after 45s. Oh, please. <laughs> Give me a break. Ow, ow, ow. ow, ow, ow. That hurt, man. He started it. He started it. Before or after 45s. Jeez. I'm telling you. Let's put it this way. What was that, 33? Let's put it this way. Let's, Everybody's jumping in on this. Let me, let, 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 let me just say, you know, to to quantify it and, and put it in the proper um, perspective, and it comes to years. Uh, Dave Pratt was still on KUPD. That's awesome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you That's... have any? Do you have any recordings of that when you were DJing? Oh yeah, Should, uh, I we... got mixes. I got mixes and stuff that I saved from then that were better. You used to have I battle of real battle of the too. DJs back in New York, man. I'll tell you that the nightclubs we we were. These people were dancing. They didn't stop when I got behind the turntables, man. You know, we got two hours. I'm wondering if any time we cover a home improvement on home audio, we should bring those in. You think so? Maybe. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. It, yeah, okay and, I'm and, just and this saying. Is, and this isn't, you know, like they do now. Well, everything is electronically, digitally mixed. No, this is real ear and hands. You know, and that's the that's what makes the mark of a good DJ. And Dan's having a heart attack. Over I, would, here. I would like, yeah, Dan's having a heart attack, and our guest today is chuckling a little bit, trying not to let Steve see it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's, if you would like to be part of the live show today, before the show really goes off the rail, uh, give us a call here at the studio four eight zero four two one zero six four zero. 480-421-0640. And also, we want to let everybody know, coming up in the second hour, our good friend uh, Brian Mullineau from Lost Consultants LLC will be here. and He's going to be able to share a little bit of information about if your home does have a disaster, what should you do? And I don't mean the part of the cleanup. I mean the part of handling the financing and your insurance issues that come up with your insurance company and why you need Brian to come out and talk to because there are a lot of things that are going on that maybe you don't know about when it comes to your insurance claims. And Brian's going to be able to help all of our listeners with that problem. So make sure you stay tuned for that. That's in the nine o'clock hour. I love, oh, you just love saying I love that, saying that <laughs> nine o'clock hour. But anyway, let's get to our topic for this hour with, Sean LaPointe from Mr. Electric. And, Sean, uh, great to have you back on the show today. And, you know, we did a – I want you to know he came in this morning. The first thing he said to me, he says, not what are we talking about here. He says, let's do a photo op. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. Let's do a photo op. <laughs> and so now we have current pictures of Mr. LaPointe for the next time. <laughs> Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How is the heat treating you outside? I mean, are, are, things, are things just, like we said – Go, like electrically going off the rail? Electrically, no, no um, pun intended. my makeup is running all over the place. Oh. 
Wait a minute. I thought they were supposed to fix the AC last week. You better call Larry. Larry, you're out there listening. We just saw Larry over at Paradise Cafe. Hopefully he's tuned in. And have the, him come over and take care of the AC for us. At the pre-show. Yeah, at the pre-show. That's what we call it. That's the pre-show. You know, we ought to have sponsors for the pre-show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And also we want to thank. That means free food for us. And we all, talking about the pre-show, we want to give a shout out to Dee Similar from the Nonprofit Journal who joined us this morning. And we were working on a little bit of the pre-show over at Paradise Cafe over while we're having coffee, talking about stuff electric. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that we see out here now, you know, um, are, are problems with electric, with the, the loads and people just trying overload things, especially we're trying to keep cool. How bad of a problem is that? Well, what we see a lot of is, uh, you know, it's hot out. People are running the air conditioners. Um, a lot of times with the uh, inefficient units and it gets this hot out, those things are running, <clears throat> excuse me, 24-7. I mean, they're, they're running more than they're not running. And uh, you combine that with an older unit and you combine that with maybe, a, you know, a panel that hasn't been serviced in a while. You got loose connections. You got heat. You're running it full time. And, uh, yeah, we get a lot of service calls like, hey, you know, my, my, it stopped running. And, oh, yeah, we got the you know, burned up breakers and burned up contacts and the thing I love disconnects. Is, and the thing I love that. is they put the panel on the west side of the house to cook it even more. Oh, yeah. What, what, you know, <laughs> what was that thinking, you know? Well, I think the problem is that, you know, the, the architects make the designs. And they, they're not going to know how it's going to sit on whosever property it is. So they're it's sitting just in air like, you know, they don't care. But, the, well, yeah, but the problem is, like, you think when somebody goes to do, like, a regular track home or something like that, and, it, you know, you may build the same home on different streets. They're going to have different – they're, they're going to face different ways. No one's going to make a change in the plans unless, of course, it's a custom home. I mean, like, when I built my home, what, where did I put my two units? On the north side of the house. That's right. To yeah. keep it out of the yeah. sun. I mean, otherwise – can you imagine how many units do you have? Can you imagine if you have an electrical problem? And Larry, I'm sure from Quality Systems has this problem too, where he goes and works on on units that are sitting on the ground and they're facing the south or the west side, and and it's 110 degrees outside. And then on top of it, for monsoon season, it's sitting right below the drip line of the roof, so everything that's coming off the roof just pushed right down inside the uh, compressor outside and just just fouls it up and rusts it out faster than it should. Well, that's that's nature's way of cleaning the unit. You know, and my dog loves my, <laughs> my dog. dog yeah, dogs do that too. My dog loves this thing. He's all over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know that acid wash from the outside. No, thank you. Yes, absolutely. But you know, think about it. All right, so they're running full. They're running full blast, and you're winding up having problems with the panel, everything else. You know, it amazes me when we go, and we're going to get into some different discussions about a couple of projects that we're talking about that uh, really need, need. To, how can I put this? They are electrically challenged because of neglect, that people just go in and do things to panel boxes on their home. And I'm not talking about oh the homeowner. I'm talking about other electricians that are, go out there and they just open the boxes up. They make change. They don't lay. What's the most frustrating thing when you go to try and sh- troubleshoot a problem? Or like for me, when we're going to do a remodel and I've got to go shut off a particular breaker and you go out to the and box. All and you it open says it up. is outlets and lights. Yeah. <laughs> if that. And nothing's labeled. That's and right. Then, and then, you know. Well, what's you, even better is it's labeled. But it's labeled incorrectly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you go, you turn your Wrong oven off, one. and you go out there to work on it, and yikes, you get shocked because the oven yeah. was actually the water heater. 
Yeah, I mean, you've got to be able you got to be able to check that out because it's it it could be a problem. And, and call Mister Electric to have that that you know we called we used to call it ringing them out to make sure every, everybody That's goes to the, right. the right place. Ring it out. Ring mm-hmm. it out. You mean like my cool towel? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a chaser and yeah and a device. They're they're slick. They've gotten so much better now. They have. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I, you know, and a couple of things that we're going to get into a little bit about, especially if you're doing a remodel work and you've got to, you know, you've you've got like for instance, if you're doing a kitchen upgrade, kitchen upgrades are notorious for having to go back in and upgrade the electrical service because when you put new appliances in, you need 20 amp. You got you need dedicated lines. A lot of these older homes don't have dedicated circuits, and then you know the homeowner's got. You know, when you do this survey and you go back in and you just inspect everything, a lot of times, you know, they're thinking maybe just countertops, cabinets, maybe some new appliances, but they don't realize that, well, we'll just take the old one out. We'll plug the new one in. No, then it's not going to work. Because you'll have the dishwasher, the microwave, and the refrigerator all on one 20-amp breaker. Oh, boy. Yep. Lights, too. <laughs> What's this? Let's dance. The, the, light, the lights dim when the microwave goes on. Oh, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, yep. well, that's you, actually right. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. You know, a lot of these things like microwaves and refrigerators, you need to know that you need a dedicated circuit. You got to have it. You got to have it. Josh is Josh is going to send Uh-oh. me going to send me signals here. Oh, oh yes, okay. signals. Yes, yes. Josh, <laughs> live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> if that's that, what's this? No. Oh, I don't know. Is that another? Is that a new one? Did you made a new one up? That's oh. right. That oh. looks like two broken knuckles and one busted thumb. You, you, that is from the west side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that comes from Dan. That happened when Dan was up in the attic this week, and he touched one of the metal flanges up in the attic from one of some of the flashing that came down through the roof. Oh, geez. And like his hand, his fingers went crazy, so he can't bring them together because <laughs> they're all fried. They're frozen in that in that way. It's That's just, right. As as they say. Yes, that was very good. Oh, very good. good. And you know, and what what morning would be complete when we're talking about how hot it is outside? What's the weather like out there? It's hot, damn hot, real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. Is that hot? You know what I'm talking about? Dan, I saw that guy running down the street in flames, running after that Mr. Electric. <laughs> <laughs> help, help. I need help. But it, yeah, actually, he was running after Sean because Sean's got a fire extinguisher in a truck. He was going to shoot him with the fire extinguisher. Uh, and put the flames about, out. He was talking something about shorts. I'm not sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's right. Very good, Dan. That was very good. Josh, take us to break before we get into more trouble. We'll be right back with more of Mr. Electric and Mr. Sean LaPointe. You're right here on Image Home Improvement Live. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. 
Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at DoubleWideNetwork.com. Are you planning a home improvement project? Would you like to find a way to save thousands of dollars on the items for that project? Let me introduce you to Direct Buy. See hundreds of samples from furniture, flooring, electronics, and appliances, and all the hottest products from your favorite brands. And tell them you heard about them on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, your perfect remodel starts with Image Home Improvement and Direct Buy. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double Wide Network. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement, live on the Double Wide Network. Storm goes on out of control. Uh, yes, we are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Our good friend Amber Sullins from ABC 15 giving us the daily monsoon report. As we're, and I, I guess, Dan, we're just like in the middle of a, a lull, but I think um, from what I understand, it's supposed to be back next week with uh, high chances of rain again and more challenges for everything. And more leaks for people to call up and say, my house has never leaked like this before. Where did it come from? That's right. It's called <laughs> neglect. That's what it's called. It's called horizontal rain at 50 miles an hour. Absolutely. It, penetrate anything. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, if you would like to chime in with some of your electrical problems, or if you do have a problem that Mr. Electric can answer for you, make sure you give us a call, 480-421-0640. Or if you're listening to the uh, 24-7 on-demand version of today's broadcast, you could email us at steve at imagehome at yahoo.com. And uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook. Always good information on, on there, Facebook, Twitter, and um, anything else that Josh makes me do. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. You know nothing. But uh, let's get back to our discussion now. We're talking a little bit about, obviously, some of the challenges, monsoon storms, and what happens with electric. How much residential damage do you see um, after, like, some of these, like, horrendous storms that we have? Because we see, you know, 
power poles down, lines down in the street. What kind, what kind of damage do you see from a residential standpoint within the house? You know, not talking about what happens on the street with the, the city or the county. Well, you know, one of the largest things that we run into is uh, you got the overhead wires coming in from the service, and uh, like a large tree, you know, they haven't trimmed the trees around the service, and the tree falls, uh, grabs the wire, and not only does it grab the wire, but it grabs the riser that it's attached to and the point of attachment that's stuck to the roof, and the next thing you know, the whole the whole thing's been pulled off the wall. And when this happens, the, uh, the, the power company will actually come out, and they'll shut it off. And they will not turn that power on again until that problem has been rectified to their to their satisfaction. And you and you think about that 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 would take a little bit of time because um, they're not going to be able just to come out in like one day and oh, no. fix it. That's got to be more than at least a day, and that means that the people are not going to have air conditioning. They're definitely heading towards uh, your friendly neighborhood yep. resort. Yeah, definitely. The uh, the big thing for us is uh, well for the homeowner too is. Uh, Permitting the, the power company. Once that power goes out, they will not turn it on until it's been cleared by the city. And so the work's got to be performed. And you know, as Mr. Electric, we do this all the time. We uh, we turn key that solution. We get the drawings in. We get the permits in. We coordinate the inspections. And you know, not only that, but we do the work too. How many days does that usually take if that happens? Like for what you described, you know, sometimes we can get it in a day or two. But a lot of times, if it happens over the weekend. You could be without power for a couple of days. Wow. And then if you're in one of the older sections of town that have very old wiring or very old system, like uh, they used to have the um, third wire spike yep. on some yep. of them at 277, or is that 227? But anyway, they had the, the, the stinger leg on a lot of them, and then you have to remove that and then bring the house up to speed. Yeah, the power company definitely, um, if you have that, they, they don't like to, to put that back in place. And so, yeah, there's, there could be some additional costs there sometimes, too. Like that whole thing usually is for the air conditioning. They had those old air conditioners right. that, were, that were three-phase. And phase. they had that extra yeah. third, third rail yep. bus. Yep. And a lot of times they would, just, they would just run that wire off the side and just stick and just it in. And, you know, yeah, and yeah straight on through and up. Yeah, oh, yeah completely, the, completely against code. So, you know, we, but, we see that you know, a lot. They say, but there's a fuse link in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. And what we've seen, too, is we, we've seen where uh, people come in that may not have had much experience doing this, and they go and they replace that panel, and they forget about that wild leg, and all of a sudden, oh, you, now we're out there making it right. That's know, it. So. And yeah. uh, this, and then automatically, if you bring that masthead down, they're going to the city me want you to bury it, bury that line. To sometimes, come yeah, sometimes, yeah. Now you run into a lot of different scenarios, you know, with like with the patio enclosures that we see out there. You know, somebody will come in mm. and they'll, pat, they'll put a patio on, and all of a sudden, if the roof is pitched to a certain point, now your lines are lower than accepted or yep, per code exactly right. because the roof sticks out so far. And a lot of people, you know, I mean, obviously they're not going to call. If they're going to add a patio on, they're not even thinking about, well, I need to get a, a raise, the, raise the mast up so that the lines are higher. Oh, and I love it. They put a metal roof on too. Oh, so, yep. so you yep. have less than three or four inches to the That's to why you have to make sure you have rubber shoes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the end result is uh, that we go out to replace the service, and now not only do we have to replace it, but we got to relocate it as well. Yeah, because yeah. that, be, uh, that could be a challenge, that, obviously. That could be an electrifying situation in, in the patio <laughs> on any well, given time. Well, yeah. I mean, that could be – I mean, can you imagine – just think about this. If, just think if, that, if Josh's sneeze guard was wired. <laughs> All the times that he touches it, you know, he'd be he'd be he'd be lighting up like a neon light. Fool me six times, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me seven times, shame on me. 
seven, huh? You caught that, did you? Uh, yes, I, I gave did. you that one. I got that one. Are you right. sharp today? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you saying I've been a little dull lately? No. Oh. Okay. No. Oh. He's on the cutting edge of things. Uh, you know, wow, it's like a Bond movie with all these bad puns floating around in here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. Maybe we should go back and work on the pre-show a little more. What do you think? I think we need to hire someone to write some jokes for us quick. <laughs> I liked it when we had a few more handyman-oriented puns in the beginning of this show. We see, oh, I don't know where they we went. We haven't seen any today. I yeah, know, we haven't. We'll have to nail a few down. There's one. There's, uh, one. there's one. And All you know right. what? Dan was the first one to get it, and we're never going to live that down. Yeah, you know that, I know. You know that, right? I know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. Yes, monster. Ah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So anyway, well, let's talk a little bit about, obviously, you know, some of the devices that they have out there for uh, shock and fire. And that's this is like Dan had brought it up earlier during the show, so we'll give him some kudos for the shock and awe segment of the show on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, what kind of devices are out there for, you know, protect against shock? Because a lot of people will turn around and it's amazing. You know, when we go in and do a remodel, they're like, well, I've got this electrical problem, but, you know, hands off. I'm not touching electric because, you know, either they had a really bad experience or they got shocked at one time accidentally. And, you know, and no kidding. I mean, I think I think we've all gotten shocked a little bit from an outlet and it's not. It's not a a good feeling. It made me the person I am. <laughs> oh no! You just need a few more doses. That's all you need. That's a therapy. That's therapy. <laughs> yeah, I used to I used to stick bobby pins in those things just to you know just to watch them flare. Yeah, yeah. that was before you decided to become the professional. That's how I t- that's how I made it. And that's how you made it. Yeah. That's how it, we did oh, it, I yeah. thought you made it with when you had your power tools. <laughs> <laughs> I have an amazing set of power tools. All right, all right. I told, and that's a that that is a that is a Dan joke that we brought in for those of you listening because we were told we were telling everybody Dan that we were going to have Sean bring in his power tools and give uh, give Dan some grief. <laughs> this is when the producer checks out. <laughs> Let but me know when you guys are ready to go to break. <laughs> but but uh, some of the things that uh, are presented to homeowners as energy-saving devices. Can we talk about some of that faux science stuff that's put yeah, out? Let's talk about some advertised of advertised to people. Some well, of those, some of those capacitors and some of those, you know, all that other stuff. Um, yeah, and I'm not like the most educated person on on some of that stuff. There is a, a little bit of legitimacy to some of that stuff. Um, basically, what we're talking about is um, is, is power factor correction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it varies widely from house to house to house. We've actually, uh, you know, I looked at this back in the day and, and installed a couple of these devices, and one worked fantastic. We had an immediate like seven or eight percent decrease in power right off the bat. But there's so many variables involved in that that your mileage may vary. And in some cases, putting one of these devices on your house will actually cause you to get more energy usage. That's right. Than it less. actually makes yeah. a constant draw. Yep. It actually like you know affects the you know the the how the how the power and the and the uh, current link right. up together. Now yeah. I've said, now there's a newer one out that actually has power factoring and. Uh, surge protection from lightning and from line surge. Y- yes. Those are very expensive, but now those are actually making some sense to me. Uh, they do make some sense. Uh, we have ran into a couple issues um, with those as well. 
Uh, one of the ones is with the, with the they have really good filtering for like harmonics and stuff like that. Yeah. And and I actually have one on my house. I have a I do some recording and and you know that uh you know the, the yeah, filtering is fantastic. Really, that hum. <laughs> but however, that the filter oddly enough the filter has actually um if you have any X10 devices you know oh, like, okay. like pool equipment yeah. where where it's wireless pool equipment. That filter will filter that X10 information right off. <laughs> oh, man. So oh, after yeah. a couple of those, like, hey, what happened? My house stopped working. Uh-oh. We better go take that thing off. So. Rut row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, now, yep. you got again, you got to be really careful about what you put on. Yep. And is yep. it, is it, and, and, you know, it's like everybody else, you know, everybody says, well, you know, I, I saw it on the internet, so it must be true. Uh-huh. Exactly. Not. Yeah. yeah. And definitely your mileage may vary with that. And so, uh, you know, a lot of what's happening nowadays, like the newer motors and the newer pool pumps and stuff, they have that power factor correction already built in. And That's so, why we have so you're going stage, backwards by. Yeah, yeah we have two stage that. pumps. We have all sorts of other correcting yeah. factors in the actual um, electronics that are running pools now. Yep. So you have to be careful. Yep. And you got to be careful about that too. And then again, you know, like I said, if you have an older home, or maybe you just purchased a home that needs um, a, a little work, if you've had a home inspection done, and it does, if uh, some of the things that they've noted on there are electric, for instance, if your panel looks like somebody hit it with a sledgehammer, and I kid you not, I mean, I'm, I'm making a joke about this, but believe me, I mean, Sean and I went out to a house the other day, and it literally looks like. Somebody hit this panel, I don't know with what, because the breakers look like they're all disheveled. And I love it when they label stuff. You know, Josh, when they do labeling, you know, labeling should be nice and neat, you know, so this way the service person could go in and actually see something. But I love it when they've taken, they've gone from felt tip marker to duct tape <laughs> on top of the on top of it with a new designation of what that circuit breaker is and naturally they did it with a regular pen so over time it starts to fade and then all of a sudden you see yeah. it looks like it looks like klingon on the panel because you can't read it so so what you're saying is you've actually had someone <clears throat> While doing a home inspection, maybe with Dan, you ask, what's this doing right now? What is that panel saying? They respond with, tach pa, tach pe. No cha ne bimbo cha. Yeah, I mean, that's just, it's, it's, it's just crazy. That was awesome, man. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I, I have a story about that, but for another show, on why I know that part of Klingon, but that's about all I know. But, You've got me intrigued, actually. <laughs> okay. But, all right, we're going to go to break. On the other side, we're going to be talking to, to Mr. Electric, Mr. Sean LaPointe. And we're going to get into some of the other, obviously, some of the other services that Mr. Electric performs. If you need service for your home, Mr. Electric, the company to choose. So make sure that you stay tuned. All that contact information coming your way Saturday morning. And it's, as they say, it's never a dull moment here on Saturday morning at Image Home Improvement Live. Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room, and with the way property values keep going, who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio and make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. (laughs) Right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. I wanted my own space, and I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly, and Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. 
you should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. imagehomeimprovement.com. Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to imagehomeimprovement.com. In football, a good game plan is key to success. The same goes for your home improvement projects. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement strategy Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at doublewidenetwork.com. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays 8 to 9 a.m. on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. This is Mackenzie Westmore, host of Sci-Fi's hit TV show Face Off. If you need a facelift for your home, you need to listen to Steve DeBell and Image Home Improvement live every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. S-O-S-P, someone help me. It's not healthy. We need to live this life. Oh, you are making this hard. You got me tossing and turning, can't sleep at night. All right, we are back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on the Double White Network Saturday morning, and we are talking... Uh, all things electric. We're talking shock and awe. And just remember one thing, Josh. Resistance is futile. That's right. Resistance is futile if you think that you can't listen to this show. I mean, or what better creating. way to get your your day started, get some great home improvement advice, some good entertainment, and and obviously get a lesson. In the next segment, we're going to have Sean give us a lesson on power tools. So make sure you stay <laughs> tuned for that, as well as the homeowner horror story. Coming up next uh, next segment with our good friend Dan Hayden, and um, I believe it's a, he sent me a bunch of electrical pictures, and it looked like you know I got to tell you, Dan. But we'll talk about this in the next segment. But some of these pictures that you sent over, as bad as they look, they look better than the panel that Sean and I looked at yesterday. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, tell let you. me put it this way. When I did it on the infrared side, I didn't have a chance to pop that up with with the infrared sun, you know, next right next to it. Uh-huh. That thing was just oh, you know, just a glowing, just glowing. Oh, real I wouldn't high. doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. All right. So anyway, uh, we want to get back to our discussion with uh, Sean Lapointe from Mister Electric, and you know, one of the things that we keep talking about uh, 
you know, residential services and the things that we see on a daily basis going into homes. But the other side of that is Mr. Electric also does commercial work. And, you know, Sean is going to be doing some work with us on one of our uh, tenant improvement build outs. We're going to be doing for a brand new vet clinic here in the, in Phoenix. And uh, there's a lot to consider, especially in, in building a new suite like that. But more importantly, obviously commercial, uh, Units are a little bit different than residential, and they've got some different considerations. What have you seen from a commercial standpoint, especially in this 110-degree heat? (laughs) 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 Got it. Got it. No, just kidding. Oh yeah, main consideration for us is uh, is you know making sure that the uh, you know like a the information that we get from you know both the HVAC and some of the other um, and some of the other trades are are uh, are basically up, up to bar. You know, a lot of times it's uh, hey, you know, is this the right unit that's going in here? And then all of a sudden, you know, the actual units drops, and we just want to make sure that the uh, that the information we get from the other trades is accurate and up to date. That's probably the main thing that we get. And so then, make sure we got all the specifications for you know the air conditioning and, and cooling and heating and uh, any other uh, either appliances or uh, equipment that might be going in. Yeah. And obviously, if you have have um, you know, for instance, each different suite might have a different panel service on it. So you've got to take into account what what type of service is coming into the suite. Uh, for instance, like the one we're going to be doing actually is three suites combined. So it's going to be – it's 3,500 square feet. So that's a big area. It's got three air conditioning units. So there's going to be a lot of electric going on here. I mean, it's going to be – we're going to have uh, – you know, lighting's going to be a special thing. Let's talk about lighting for a minute. Obviously, some of the new commercial lighting that they have that looks like a uh, regular old-style fluorescent four-bulb fixture – isn't quite the same anymore because now they have energy-efficient bulbs. How efficient are those new fluorescent tubes that they put in there? You know, they uh, they're really are come a long way in efficiency. Uh, one of the main things that, that we run across both in, uh, like in designing lighting for commercial spaces is, the, is that the, the municipalities or the cities have very, very strict um, requirements on lumens per watt and so what they're looking for is really high efficacy style fixtures they want to see a maximum amount of light output for a mm-hmm. minimum amount of watt usage and they're and they're very uh very uh, particular to this too and they want to see the calculations and, and they want to know what what's going in there and you can't just go in and throw a you know just throw any old light in there anymore they're, yeah, you they're, can't gonna, they're gonna check it yeah. you can't throw a roll of troffers nope, in you and hope you cover enough light and yep. have the to have the lumens come up Per yep. foot, yep. it just it won't. So that's a, that's a very big deal. Probably one of the biggest deals right now is, is in designing a lighting for a space is making sure that it falls into the guidelines for you know watts versus lumens. Yep. And the actual illuminated square footage, even yep. up into the corner of the room. And that's been usually a really tough calculation. Yep. Yeah, now this particular unit that we're talking about is actually going to have, it's going to have some different challenges. Not only going to have the two-by-four drop-ins in the grid, but there's also going to be some specialty lighting in there because they're going to be surgical areas, two surgical areas that are going to have to be uh, have specific lighting coming down. And for instance, like some of the pictures that I've seen from some other areas where they have down rods that are anchored up high above in the rafters up in the suite mm-hmm. coming down through the drop ceiling that they have these and the lights are actually almost like. They're, fl- they're operation room Yeah, lights. operation yep. room lights. Yep. They're like floodlights almost that you can actually turn and angle side, yeah. depending on where you're going to be doing the surgery. 
Because you need that light for different angles. Yeah, the, the ones they have now are so much more efficient compared to the yeah, really old yeah. operation room lights. Yeah. We used to have to figure for a beam that could carry 400 pounds with yes. the old ones. That's yeah, exactly those things right. used to be huge. <laughs> and, and, and that heavy. was a big deal. Yeah, it wasn't so much the power for the light. It was how do we anchor this thing in such a yeah. condition that doesn't So it doesn't pull the roof in. Well, <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is now because they do make those types of lights lighter, so it's just the question of of a very you know, pretty much I mean in comparison a very narrow uh, piece of conduit that's coming down from through the ceiling that's going to actually have be able to have that light mounted on the end of it so it's not really that intrusive when you think about it but you have to have it at the right spot so when they have their operation theater put together right. it's at the at the at the at the area they want rather than. Beyond the table. Well, that's going to be that's going to be an area that we're going to actually have to talk about because there's you know you got these huge trusses up going across the suite that's like twenty feet up in the air that we're going to have to in the of course of designing it probably before we even put some of the wall framing up to be able to put those supports in exactly where they need to go so that when Sean comes in, it starts running lines down, so this way we can have those down rods come down to have mm-hmm. the light, that we have a place to anchor them. Right, whether you have uh, wood trusses or the metal trusses, you know, you're going to be doing some additional cross, cross beams, cross members, and that's when it gets interesting for Sean to be able to say, no, over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the bottom line is, we have power tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We have power tools. I was waiting for that. I'm glad he said that. Okay. <laughs> but we're not going to get into what kind of power tools. I guess the electricians have, oh, believe me, electricians. You know, I think one of the things that, that I've seen that homeowners sh- struggle with, Josh is just losing it over there. Yeah. I know, I'm going to have to call Ed to have him come in sub for the second hour because he's going to lose it. You guys are talking about surgical rooms. I knit One, I didn't know they were calling them suites now. I don't want them called a suite. Have you guys ever been under the knife? Oh, yes. yeah. oh, yeah. I don't want a doctor in a suite while he's cutting me open. That sounds like he's relaxing and getting a facial. I want a doctor <laughs> to focus on what he's doing. That's right. <laughs> With like some but, soft music going. Exactly. And, yeah. Besides, you I don't I, want I, him shaking, though. You don't no, want no, him no, shaking. No, 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 no. I don't want him shaking. But I mean, I, I also know you keep talking power tools. Have you ever have you ever talked the power tools that the doctors get versus the ones that you get to use? They look pretty industrial. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. But no, but I think one of the things that homeowners struggle with. And because they're medical, they cost four times more. <laughs> well, of course. Of course. Why, why wouldn't a pair of pliers cost a million dollars? That's what happens. But you got to re- realize, yeah. Josh, go to break now. No, just kidding. The but, minute I, I, I was anticipating that in case Dan went, wait a minute, surgical tools. I just had it just yeah. in case. But when you think about it, though, it's in all seriousness, you know, when you put together a, a, a commercial suite, and I mean, I'm not talking, but it's, it's an office, but there's a, it's, it's a suite. There's three suites together. It's considered an office now. So when you put that together in the surgical areas, you have to consider that type of lighting you've got. And then obviously the load, is there enough power coming in 
How are we going to run it? Is it going to go? Some of it's going to have to go underground. Are they going to have oxygen in there where you have to have special service outlets and switches and all that good yeah, stuff? Yeah, that usually with medical, it's uh, special service yeah, outlets so, and, and, and isolated it, grounds and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. pl- and plus, it being you know, it's something commercial. It's it's you know open to the public. There are all kinds of rules and regulations that you have to go through to make sure. And plus, not to mention all the wonderful times that we'll have to take a time out and have inspections. Because those things have to be inspected before we could move on to the next phase. So, absolutely. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the homeowner horror story of the week. And, Dan, we're going to do it a little early this week because it's an electrical homeowner horror story. So make sure you stay tuned for that because the last thing. Keep your shorts on. We'll be right back. Yeah, keep your shorts on. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry, hurry, Josh, hurry. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Well, good morning, sleepyhead. It's about time you woke up. I made you some coffee. You know, you've got a lot of honeydew items to do today. What do you mean? Like what kind of items? Oh, come on. There's the garage door to fix, the leaky faucet that's been dripping all night, and that sticky front door you've been promising me to fix for over three years. I don't know if I can get all those things done today before the big game. Oh, don't forget you promised to do some things for Nana, too. Didn't he, Nana? He sure did. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Are you planning a home improvement project? Would you like to find a way to save thousands of dollars on the items for that project? Let me introduce you to Direct Buy. See hundreds of samples from furniture, flooring, electronics, and appliances, and all the hottest products from your favorite brands. And tell them you heard about them on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, your perfect remodel starts with Image Home Improvement and Direct Buy. In football, a good game plan is key to success. The same goes for your home improvement projects. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement strategy Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Well, it's that time again. I hear it. Dan is snooping around looking for those homeowner horror stories. Going places I shouldn't go. Going places right (laughs) where no home inspector has gone before. As they say, not every home inspector is created equal. And boy, I'm unbalanced. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. I am not going there. I open the door. Go right I know. In. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I am so sorry. All right. Well, let's get back to the things that were 
just yesterday I was going through just doing it in infrared and I kept finding this little anomaly with the electrical system that things were popping up hot. Certain outlets were hotter than others. Anomaly. Yes, anomaly. As in he's been watching, Abby. He's been watching, he's Abby been watching Star Trek again. Yo, <laughs> hey, Captain, the anomaly. <laughs> it's going to swallow us all. <laughs> but okay. uh, I go through, and the air conditioner is just making a heck of a noise. I go outside. I shoot the coil on the air conditioner. It's got all sorts of hot spots, coils that are not you know, cooling. And finally, I just you know, hit, the, hit where the wires are for the disconnect. It's glowing. So I go back to the panel, open up the panel, and I can tell visibly where once a, one whole bus has turned. What would you call? What nice color would you call that, Sean? A nice little uh, orange. Is burnt. Or brown? It looks like Is that my ochre. It looks like <laughs> it looks like my carpet from 1970. Burnt orange. Burnt orange. But it, the whole bus on one side had just oh. completely burned, and I put the infrared up. And it was just glowing, and the wires back to the air conditioner were glowing all the way back into the wall. I'll get you that other picture. Really? Where you'll see the wires going down out of the panel and into the wall, nice and hot and just a cook. Okay, so for our listeners, tell us a little bit, okay, why do you think that happened? Overload on one side, on one bus, because they had all the heavy-duty uh, 240-volt, higher-draw um Appliances on one side. They just applianced on one side, which made what we call conductive heat and reactive heat go down through each breaker and start heating everything up. And then once something gets loose and hot, the next one gets loose and hot. And it's a, it's a domino effect. They'll just you know just keep passing the heat on down all the way through. Yeah, and the, uh, and the unfortunate effect of that is um, that particular piece of busing has been UL listed to conduct current at a certain <clears throat> at a certain level. Once that metal has been basically, it's annealing is what it is. So the metal has been heated and it's been cooled That's down. Right. Yeah, that then that uh, the NFPA insists that that is no longer UL listed and yeah. shall be replaced. So how long do you think that? How long do you think that situation took to get to this stage? Gosh, it could take minutes I mean, sometimes. It depends. It, but in this case like this, it was probably a chain of events like Dan saying. You start out with the, you know, you got like a lot of heat on the one side. And with heat and cold, you get a, you know, loose connections will, will start happening over time. Especially with aluminum wiring. A lot of the service entrance cable for yeah. air conditioning is aluminum. And that's okay. Um, it's still, still kind of a, you know, a standard. But aluminum is very susceptible to hot and cold. And the connections come loose over time. And then... It kind of exacerbates itself, and it just kind of runs up the uh, runs up the ladder. Wow. Yeah, because you can tell in this picture at the bottom of the bus that the uh, yes. breakers yep. are actually you know turned white at the top and down in towards the actual bus itself, and it's not even on that side of the use bus. Well, that thing is cooked. It's just it's just toasty. Yeah, it's just crispy. <laughs> the the and the breakers that are not even heating up get cooked along with it. Yeah. And so, so basically, is, 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 is so is this a question of uh, breaker replacement or making some electrical changes in wiring so that the load is is less? A lot of it comes down to um, is it just needs to be inspected periodically. Um, pe- people have panels on their house and they just think it's part of the brickwork. 
That's and, uh, true. Yeah, it's yeah. permanent. Yeah. will it's, never it's, move. Yeah. Never needs anything. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need to be looked at or anything, which really isn't the case. You know, they have to be looked at at least once a year. You know, the connections come loose over time, and you know, the biggest default is you know a loose connection, or maybe a breaker isn't fully seated on the bus, or something. You know, it'll, all these things can. Or can, it's the wrong type combine. of breaker for the bus. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that and, and, kind of cooking going. Yeah, on. I mean, how many times, Dan, have you seen when people go in, you do home inspections, and you find the old double tap? <clears throat> oh, that's fun. It's like your landscaper got into an your box. It's not really a good inspection until I find a good double tap. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen more of those where we go through the list of things that we need to fix and all of a sudden it's just, okay, double tap. Okay. Double tap. That means you let your landscaper get into your electrical box. That's not a good thing. No, don't let your landscaper do your electrical work. No, 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 no. No, I mean, I mean it. you know, for, for what he's thinking it'll do, it'll work, but it's not electrically, up, you know, it's against code. You can't well, do that. But plus, the manufacturers say we can't have more than this working on this device, and that's what it comes down to. Is and all the way back to ASTM standards, they're given so much load per screw per so many pounds of torque on that. And, and scientifically, we can go all the way back to you know electrons and all that good stuff. But basically, it's just wrong. Okay, and while we're <laughs> and while we're on the talk, while we're on the talking about homeowner horror stories, real quick, I want to just you know we're talking a little bit about. Um, one of my favorite topics in the wintertime, but, you know, uh, you see it a lot during the summer. You know, Christmas in July. Now it's Christmas in August. Any Christmas <laughs> lights up? Oh, yeah. I oh, drive by my one. God, yes. <laughs> Christmas, lights up in, Christmas lights up in August when especially you see that nice Romex line outside that somebody decided to run just to get power to the underside of the eave so we can plug those nice – you know, icicle lights in that have wiring that now it looks like it's crispy fried. You mean that green um, <clears throat> cord that they were using for lights on the roof still on the roof? Yes. That's probably the color it started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now now it's, it's the sun is just like it's turned it white. It, it turned it white. Yeah, I'm telling you, it could be it could be strange. You know, you the one that gets me is they still have the uh, stand ups and all the other display stuff still out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. It, it, you, you're thinking about some of the, the, the wiring problems, and I've seen – I mean, Sean and I have seen multiple homes with that have been subjected to fire for whatever reason. And it, when there's electrical fire, things go – I mean, I'm telling you the one thing I was remarking to uh, Brian from Lost Consultants, who will be on with us a little later in our second hour. You know, when you walk in one of those homes that actually have had a fire for whatever reason, but for in these cases, they were electric, and you walk in and it – it seems like even days later, all of a sudden you're just going through your daily routine, and all of a sudden you know you're breathing, and all of a sudden you get a. You, it feels like you get a whiff of the burnt smell that you were at the home. It's like how how those things stay with you, especially when you if you see a lot of them on a regular basis. It's not a good. It's not a good smell. Yeah, the, 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 the part that gets me the most is you walk into a house that that's been burned like that, and you just got to think about. You know, you still see pictures on the walls, and yeah, you know, there was a family here. And, exactly. And, you know. I mean, it could be. Did they? In the first thing, did they get out? Yeah. Did yeah. they get out in time? Because you know, homes could be rebuilt. Can't mm-hmm. rebuild the body like you can rebuild a home. No. You know, so it's it's really really uh, important. But Sean, how can our listeners find Mister Electric? Listeners can find Mr. Electric a couple of ways. Uh, you can definitely find us on the web. Uh, just type in uh, phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Uh, we are also on Facebook, and uh, you can also get us via telephone. Our number is 480-503-1339.
Right. And then you can also find Mr. Electric on our website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Just click on the link. It'll take you over to uh, the webpage for Mr. Electric, and you'll be able to check out all the good information. And I encourage all of you to go on there and check out the residential and commercial sections, as well as the product section, because there are a lot of good information in there. You know, and like you say, there's always room for improvement. And there's one thing I want to make sure people hear. If your breakers keep tripping, don't keep resetting them. Call an electrician now. There's a reason. But, you know, people do that because, they're well, what else can reason could they be but they're lazy? Well, no, they're not thinking that they're slowly burning something down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like you, and how many times have you gone over when you've seen a, something like that that doesn't work, but yet if you hold it, it stays on, and then they, they get the old, you know, man's, uh, you know, best friend besides your dog. Is denial? No, duct tape. Oh. <laughs> and they duct tape the switch over so to keep it on. I mean, how many times have you seen that? That's yeah. just, too many. That's like a penny in the fuse box. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the old oh. penny in the fuse box. <laughs> and if you see fuses, definitely call Mr. Electric. Get those out of there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I got to tell you, it's. Sean, it's been a real treat having you here today, back in the studio again. And Appreciate you know, it. besides all the fun that we have here every Saturday morning, but the information is for real, and the things that you have, I urge all of you to take them to heart. If you have any electrical problems in your home, whether you're here in the Phoenix metro area or if you're across these United States, you need to make sure that you take care of problems that you have with your electric, just to make sure that you don't have some of these bad disaster things that we're going to be talking about in our next hour. And, Josh, in all the things that we've talked about, you know, between, you know, we learn a lot about stuff that is wrong in your home. And, and Ed, we're always kidding, Ed, about the bathroom that we need to fix for him. Uh, any electrical problems over in the, in the Josh home? You know, there was with the AC unit, but they ended up sorting it out. Um, thankfully, not yet. And if there are, I don't want to jinx it with a new baby coming. But the one thing I did learn today, that if you have any electrical problems and you don't, if you, okay, how do I say this? <laughs> you need to call this man if you have any electrical problems, because <laughs> if you don't, there is only one thing that's going to happen, and I think Homer said it the best, so don't end up like Homer. Lord, this is a dire emergency. <laughs> if you could fix my house or make a new house from one of my ribs. <laughs> don't end up like homer call an electrician call this guy get it all sorted out before you lose your home that's it that's, that's you it. know you know i tell you you know we are definitely changing home improvement radio one producer at a time <laughs> 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 gotta love it gotta love it all right sean thanks so much for being oh, here and obviously me. sean lapointe from Mr. Electric and his power tools. Yes. Yes. All yes. right. All right. But, and, is he, but is he cordless? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got all I, all I have one thing for the, the ladies have to the ladies have to chime in now. Good morning, Steve. <laughs> That'll change the subject, okay? I'm not sure it did. Okay. All right, when we return, we're going to be talking with Lost Consultants Limited, uh, Mr. Brian Molino will be here with us, and we're going to be talking about stuff for your home. If you have a disaster in your home, how do you handle it? What kind of help do I need? What's the what's the different things that I need to do to be able to kind of survive 
I'm going to have to ask Josh, what do I have to do to survive to get into my second hour during the break? So don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Day Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at doublewidenetwork.com. Are you planning a home improvement project? Would you like to find a way to save thousands of dollars on the items for that project? Let me introduce you to Direct Buy. See hundreds of samples from furniture, flooring, electronics, and appliances, and all the hottest products from your favorite brands. And tell them you heard about them on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, your perfect remodel starts with Image Home Improvement and Direct Buy. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Are you planning a home improvement project? Would you like to find a way to save thousands of dollars on the items for that project? Let me introduce you to Direct Buy. See hundreds of samples from furniture, flooring, electronics, and appliances, and all the hottest products from your favorite brands. And tell them you heard about them on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, your perfect remodel starts with Image Home Improvement and Direct Buy. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, brought to you in part by Direct Buy. And now, here's Steve. And that was... That was our friend, Mr. Rob Trigg. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Great to hear from him on Saturday morning and all the Double Wide Network crew. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network, hour number two. Our... Was that our 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 our? What's the matter? Our, you don't you, you don't like Kentucky? my New York act? Listen, you're outnumbered, buddy. We've got <laughs> Brian is in the house. The New Yorkers have control. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the things that we t- we talked about earlier. But how do you handle? We talked about disasters with uh, Mister Electric 
Mr. Sean LaPointe. We want to thank him for being on the show today. We're going to be talking a little bit about what happens when disasters strike. You know, Dan, we've seen a lot of those. You've had um, a lot of different issues when you've gone to uh, disasters and mm. done home inspections. You've had you've had home inspections turn into crime scenes. That's right. I and, mean, you know, and, and those are those are scary. Yeah, that's always interesting when uh, you have to call, uh, you know, our area's finest to come out and say, uh, no, Mr. Inspector, we know you're here. Now we get to do the documentation. <laughs> because uh, <clears throat> things are missing. Things are things are just going awry, you might say. Awry? Awry. Awry. Yes. All right. All right. We're going to check in. And you're, if you've just joined us, we are two hours now every Saturday morning, so make sure you Actually, plan your morning now. You you can't leave to go to your big box store now till ten a.m. That's it because you've got a lot of stuff. To, we've got a lot of great information. More stuff coming your way, and we're going to. I don't know how Josh is going to survive two hours every week, but he's doing a pretty good job right now. He's holding up. He's. Are you are you hanging in there? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Oh, yeah. We had a break to recover from the no, last. No, hour. no, 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 no. I just no? have more sound drops. <laughs> and I don't know why you're saying big box store. It's not like they're you know where they're going after the show anyway. Direct buy. Oh, absolutely, and that's not a big box store. But you're going to direct buy, obviously. Why would you want to go to a big box nah, store? When you you're don't going need to direct buy yeah, anyway. Just you head over to the west side, right off, right off the Bell Bell Road on Kelton Lane, right over there. You can't miss it. And as as we're going to be talking about the direct buy lifestyle mm-hmm. as. As weeks go on, we're going to be sharing information on uh, Facebook, Twitter, our website. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Our good friends over on the West Side. <laughs> to make sure <laughs> you're taking me back, Steve. I haven't heard that since high school. I, well, you know, I, my, my job is to make you look good on Saturday oh. because you're the, you're the jo- you're, you take care of, you take care of me. I take care Watch of you. Okay, okay. I guess that means we're just leaving out Dan. <laughs> that's fine i'd look bad no that, matter what <laughs> that that comment will come in the at the bottom of the hour no okay just okay all right well let's get back into our discussion again with our good friend time. brian molino from lost consultants limited back in the studio brian thanks for coming in today that's oh, my pleasure all right some great things that we're going to be able to talk about and again you know i guess it's a fact of life that things uh you know things Bad things happen to good people, we'll say. And a lot of times when those things happen, uh, it, it catches all of us by surprise because we just don't know what's going to happen. You know, because what, you know, one day you wake up and all of a sudden, you know, something bad happens. And before you know it, you've got fire department there. You've got the police there. You've got Lord knows your house all of a sudden becomes could like Dan, your house could become a crime scene. You don't know what happened. Trees fall in and then all of a sudden you've got damage. But again, knowing the right people ahead of time in the event of emergency will help you because then, you know, what happens when when disaster strikes? A lot of times, I mean, you get. Every every Tom, Dick, and Harry coming down the street sees that there's a problem here, and they want they want to help you, but they're not. They're all, not qualified. Well, some of them aren't because you know, like I saw across from my house months ago, uh, it was like an inundation. It, you know, after the news channel was there, there were still lines of trucks coming up trying to hit this homeowner with all sorts of stuff. It looked like it, it's like it looked yeah. like should have been on the traffic report on ABC yeah. fifteen. Really. 
I think that's why they were there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and it wasn't a detour. It's, it's like the vultures are hovering to be able to misguide this homeowner. Yeah, it's amazing. But, Brian, you see this. I mean, this is this is your profession. What kind of things do you usually see? I mean, what kind of disasters are you usually called in on? Uh, mostly thefts, water damages, fires. That's pretty much primary. Storm damage when there's storms. Yeah, when, they, when that happens, you wind up with... Uh, Obviously, homeowners are are they are they seeing uh, having the adjuster come out from the insurance company first, or, or are they calling you because they feel like they're being unjust unjustly treated by the insurance company? It really depends. Um, some people want to speak to their insurance company first to see where they stand with their claim and how to handle their claim and if they can handle the claim. But um, others uh, hire me right away retain someone to help them and guide them through it to get through it efficiently and get their property back in order. Yeah. I mean, it's a it, obviously get, in a serious problem, they're going to be out for a while. You know, they're going to either be out of their home for a while. The insurance company is going to have to put them up in a hotel for however long the time is. But do you see, I mean, is there, it, at least from the, from what I've seen, it doesn't seem that, the insurance company adjusters have a sense of urgency to help you get back in so that your house could be restored and life could go on. And it's more about dollars and cents than, you know, I think they don't even look at the personal aspect about how these people feel. They're more interested on, well, we want to just give you the least amount of money in so that this way the house will get fixed and I hope you're happy. Well, that's correct. The insurance company's um, the adjuster has his procedures to go through, and it becomes less personal for him. He may have 50 files on his desk. He doesn't have the time or compassion to deal with the people and their particular issues, whether it's pets, um, living in the area so their children go to the same school, those sort of things. Because some people are out of their home six months while they're rebuilding the home, and they're relocated to another home. could be in a different school district. Sure. Should be ten miles away. They got to shuttle a lot of hardship on the on the families, but unfortunately, the insurance policy doesn't cover hardships like that. As far as uh, their feelings, it, it only covers the dollars and cents of the issue. Yeah, and that's and, and, and that's, that's their bottom line is just dollars and cents, not making sense for the family and getting the the family a good feeling. Uh, you become a file number to, to a point, and you become a claim, and they, they want to solve the claim, but there's they all these write, issues. They want to write a small check and get out of there. They try. They try. And that's that. And I think that's part of the problem because, yes, it's policy. They're trying to do their job. But on the other hand, too, it's just like, you know, the homeowner wants the home restored, but they're the ones that are dealing with all the emotional issues. Not and not it's just for like you say all the hardships. The last thing that they need is hardships with the insurance company because mm-hmm. you know like just some of the things that that uh, you know Dan and I share on the air every week when it comes to dealing with homeowners and insurance companies. It's just like you know we go out in a timely manner. We go do an estimate. We get them the information. And then once we submit it to the homeowner, we sit and it's, wait. It's like it drops into a black hole of paperwork that never gets seen again. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, what do we do? What do we do now? 
you know, and 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 I make maintain constant contact. Did you hear from the adjuster? You know, what's going on? You know, because I want to do some scheduling. I want to help them get back in their home as fast as possible. And then, you know, well, I didn't hear from the insurance company or they got to have another adjuster come out and look at it. And then or the adjuster, you know, wants to go out and talk to you about it because it doesn't drive with their estimate. And it's like, you know, I'll talk to the adjuster. I'll talk to anybody that will help get these people's homes back together again. But when they're going to start turning around, if they're going out there to start nitpicking my my bid apart because they don't want to pay what I say it's going to cost, I don't have time for that. I want to be able to help them. I will answer questions and justify my you know, my pricing. But, you know, just because you're out there looking at it and say, well, it only costs this much, it may not be in real life what it is. It may work on paper, but it's not real life logistics. That's like the one, I love that one that you and I worked on out in Mesa where the the insurance company's uh, moisture expert didn't even know how to use his moisture meter. He had no clue what he was doing. Well, then, that, and, and again, and I'm sure Brian can attest to this, not all insurance adjusters are created equal. Not at all. <laughs> some of them are very good, and some of them are veterans, and you know, try to help the people. And others, just uh, it's a job, and they they have restraints, they have conditions, they have priorities, and sometimes it goes by the wayside as to really what they need to do. I have a claim right now where I've been trying to get a meeting with the adjuster for three weeks. He said, "Hey, Brian, I'm, I have uh, I got we got a thousand storm claims." And there's only four of us Wow! in the area. So I got 250 claims right now. I can't see you for three weeks. Why don't they hire some people? Come on. Let's be clear. Well, they, they have to be able to take care of the people that they've had claims with that, that are ongoing and not yeah. push them aside to handle new ones. Even though they have to handle the new ones, they have to kind of get organized. You know, yeah. that's a very good question. Now, what happens in a situation like that where, it, obviously, if you've got storm damage and they get this onslaught of, of claims – Aren't they obligated to help the the homeowners? How could you turn around and tell somebody, okay, you're, we're going to get to you, but it's three weeks and you still don't have a date? Well, they try to prioritize which, which ones are the worst which ones. Which is the worst ones? But uh, that doesn't always But everybody work. suffers, though. Everybody suffers. Everybody. It's just it's like no rhyme or reason. And then, again, it's like everybody thinks that they should be taken care of tomorrow. So the next best thing, the the, what's the next thing they think of? Well, wait a minute. Why aren't I getting some kind of attention? I have a policy. I pay my premiums. I should get. Yeah, they wanted my payments on time. Where is my? Yeah, well, where, where, you know, now I need help. Back here. Maybe I should wait and maybe until I see an adjuster come out, maybe I'll not send in my payment. But, now, if I did that, they cancel my policy. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the problem with insurance companies is they have shareholders and they don't care about the clients. Yeah. The shareholders come first. Well, you know, and, and you think about, and here's a here's an interesting thing. Brian, you were around when we had the hailstorm. Correct. Right? Okay, so now here we get an onslaught of, you know, damage a couple of years ago when we had that bad hailstorm in October. And all of a sudden I saw, I, I guess they had so much damage, somebody said, well, we got to call people in from out of state. So you have other people come in from out of state who have no clue how homes were constructed in the Southwest. And then all of a sudden they're trying, and this is, you know, they've got their own software Xactimate program from their area, which doesn't fit in in Phoenix because I had a guy I met with and we went over all the damage and the bid and everything else. And he said, well, we don't, and you think about this because it's so common for us. Okay. 
regular siding on the side of a home, okay? He came down from Denver, okay? I guess they don't have siding in Denver because <laughs> it wasn't in his program. And he didn't know how to budget it. I said, how, how could you? How can you not have how a could side you, to a How house? could somebody send you to another city and then not provide you with the right software to go out and accurately estimate damage to homes that were built in the area that you're now working in? Even FEMA Where's the ha- logic? Even FEMA has area-adjusted software for disasters. Because I went through a course, hmm, a good ten years ago. <laughs> but even then, good, I'm going to ask you the same thing, like Josh said before. What year? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did go through those courses for FEMA, and they actually did by region have some adjustments for the way the homes need to be, you know, written up. But I guess some of the private privatized situations don't delve well, into it. Yeah, they have adjusters that come in from other areas. Some are very good. Some of them just don't. Um, they're coming in, they're trying to settle the ones they can settle, the ones they can't. They rotate out in three weeks. I had some of those claims where I had four or five adjusters before I got them settled. Holy cow. Just because they came in for three weeks, left, it didn't get finished, went to somebody else. They came in if they got to it. So, and that, that was, you know, that was a catastrophic event. There was so many claims and so many. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it did really help the valley take off again. That, it did, it did help the economy. It did yeah. help, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, roofers and... Uh, Contractors. Oh, the roofers! The roofers were inundated. I mean, you know, we were working with Keiko Roofing on uh, at that time, and when we were doing our TV show, when that happened, and they were just like they couldn't get to them. Now, again, three weeks before we could even get out to estimate your home, before we could, and then forget about work. We got to estimate it and get it approved by the insurance company, and then we got to get you on the schedule. So, a lot. Of, you know, how many roofs were out there with? I mean, I can see Home Depot them? had blue tarp run. <laughs> People went out, got blue tarps to cover up the roofs to keep the rain out. I yeah. mean, because we were going to be gonna, coming into our a little bit of rainy season towards towards Christmas, and you know, you could you just had to do it. That's why. The roofing scams got so crazy about that time because then all of a sudden everybody who could pick up a hammer and throw a magnetic sign on their truck were trying to get insurance money to go out. And people were doing it because they just didn't want to wait. Remember that one neighbor of mine that uh, her roof got messed up and on the side of the truck it said Silver City? Uh, That's Nevada. (laughs) So it was very interesting when I, you know, gave a little, you know, a little birdie, you know, said something to the ROC and couple guys i knew up there came over and had coffee and watched oh. they, they had fun yeah, you with got, that one. there was a lot of out-of-town <laughs> roofers that came in and a lot of people that became roofers and yeah um problem with that is they start the job not finishing there was a lot of that going on and uh you know but for the most part uh the claims got handled eventually but a lot of them you know got pushed to the side because there were so many of them yeah yeah, it's just it's just amazing. So, but when we get to take a short break here, but when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit. If you've, you've suffered or suffered a loss, and we've got some issues that we're going to be talking about that we're dealing with right now on you know from fire and water restoration, give us a call right here, and uh, you can speak directly to Brian at four eight zero four two one zero six four zero. And in case you just had your head buried in the sand you're listening to image home improvement live (laughs) right here on the double wide (laughs) network don't go away Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room and with the way property values keep going 
Who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio. And make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. <laughs> right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. I wanted my own space. And I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. You should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. Imagehomeimprovement.com. Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to imagehomeimprovement.com. In football, a good game plan is key to success. The same goes for your home improvement projects. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement strategy Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays 8 to 9 a.m. on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at doublewidenetwork.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on the Double Wide Network. You know, it's one person we haven't heard from yet, yet Hank Williams. we got to work on that. There you go. Get him on the show. we got to get him going. Actually, actually, we were trying to get Tim McGraw on the show. We went to see his concert. But um, they had they had his uh, the crew, the protection crew around him, so we couldn't get to him. Hey, in my world, it would be Weird Al. <laughs> oh, you know, don't start. You know, did you hear? Did you hear a quick sidebar before we go back to our discussion? Did you hear who they want to try and get to the Super Bowl this year yeah, here in Arizona? Al. Yeah, Weird Al. We might be able to get a soundbite. Beat That'd it, be cool. Beat it, Dan. Beat it. <laughs> eat it. Oh. Just eat it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Weird oh. Al Yankovic. Can you imagine the people that will think of Arizona when he's here? 
for the Super Bowl. It fits. <laughs> I can't argue with him. He's I'm right. Not, actually, I'm not touching. I this is my state, man. I'm not living there. I'm not. I'm not even going there. But you know, one person who might be excited about Weird Al, Woo-hoo! yeah, Homer might be excited. Unbelievable. All right, we are here with Brian Molino from Laws Consultants LLC, and we were talking um, what to do in case your uh, home is subject, obviously, is fallen fate to some kind of disaster, whether it be water, a flood, or a fire. You know, during the break, we were talking a little bit about one of the homes that I went to take a look at this week that Brian called me on, and it was just it was just unbelievable. And it was a strange turn of events, but again, that you know, that smell we were talking about just lingered for days after I went and looked at that house. It looks it started a fire up in the air conditioning unit, it just spread. Yeah, and, and, the, and, and the home inspector is the one that was testing the unit, and it was for the clothes. You know, it was just a normal inspection, and, you know, it's called normal controls, and he did use the normal controls, and, um, well. You know, one thing, you know, we could have been, it could have been worse. First of all, thank God that there was no, that they were in the house and they were able to get out. But think about if that would have happened maybe a day or two later, if if the new homeowner had moved in, and, and all the belongings had, had would have burnt up and everything else, and then well, or that if would someone have, was living there in the middle of the night. Oh my God, happened. the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder what electrically happened up there for that air conditioner that that would just. Go like that. That, well, that. That's amazing. Yeah, we ju- the investigators are bringing back an electrical engineer next week to try to figure it out to see what occurred. But um, the owner of the property is an investor. He he took the property back. The only thing he really did was put it up for sale. And um, so he has not done any work on it since he repossessed the house. Yeah, since he flipped it. Yeah. So we don't know what what was done. or So we're trying to find out exactly what caused it. Talk about killing the deal. Yeah, the deal deal was killed. The deal's on hold, um, so you know, and the investors are happy. But but you know what? They may get a new house out of the deal. This could be if they stick in there. It's going to be a new house when it's all done. It will appraise differently, but (laughs) well, that's for sure. I mean, literally, it has to be stripped down to the studs. The roof has to come off down to the studs, and we have to start over. That's it. You know, so there's very little salvageable right at the moment. So yeah, that's a that's a brand new home. Yeah, but you know. But uh, again, getting back to some of the other things, that was a one particular situation. But um, some of these things that happened with water damage and floods, uh, one of the other things that we're working on, obviously, that when water, you, you, we think about water lines breaking, but one of the other things that happens too, sewer lines back up. Oh, and sewer that's... lines create a lot of damage because now you've got contaminated, toxic water yeah. Full of whatever coming back up through the the toilet or wherever coming into your home, and it's not a pretty sight. No, because that is by it's just number one toxic water. It's black water, and by any definition, unhealthful any in any kind of form, you know, latent or flushed. <laughs> exactly, and the problem with some of that coverage is is that it's limited on insurance policies for sewer backup. And I always tell all my clients and anyone that will listen is that you should increase those limits. Some are only 5000 Some are only 25000 So you really got to look at your policy yeah. and make sure you're covered for that, especially in some of the older areas where the sewer lines aren't the best. 
Right. We've oh, been there so, 50 years. Some of that old clay. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Some <laughs> they of that disintegrate. Old clay piping. They, they clog up. Uh, some of the ones the cities back up. They're not oh. the best drainage yeah, they sometimes. They've got those little, little old four-inch out to the street. <laughs> oh, well, my well, God. You well, know, and one of the other things, too, is we found, I remember we were, we, were, um, we were going to do a remodel over near ASU in one of the older homes, and we found out that um, in, in the process of, you know, talking to the homeowner, finding out about what her design might be, she shared with me some of the problems she had with her sewer because – she had trees in the backyard. It had that old clay piping, and the roots decided to get in there and clog up that clay piping. And, you know, they. she had a lot of work done. I think one of the last things she had done was they have a new uh, – this was going back back in the, like in the mid-'90s. Back then, they were able to clear out the root system, but then they were able to insert a sleeve into the clay pipe to kind of help seal it and open it up to prevent – the roots from coming back in. But, again, the best thing you could do is, if that ever happens, move the tree. get yeah. And try and get it, the entire root system so that this way it doesn't go back in the pipe. And the problem with that type of coverage is it's going to cover the resulting damage of the backup, but it's not going to cover the roots right. uh, damaging yeah, right. the, so you're going to have the piping. You know, especially oh, and trees and oleanders. Those, that's, those are the other things that in this area really mess up a lot of sewer lines is you have that big, huge oleander you know, for your fence, and your sewer goes out there towards the alley, those things just find every little crevice and crack and just, you know, all the way up into the toilet. I've seen them. And they seek to moisture. The roots seek to moisture. So, you know, I've actually seen the actual um, roots just floating in the toilet going, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so now one of the things we want to make sure that we we give out, if you have a problem or if you don't even have a problem and you want to have some Numbers, emergency numbers to have when you're home, no matter what it is, you know, police, fire. How about Lost Consultants, LLC, at 800-786-9394? Because when you go out there, you know, like everything else, you think about, I mean, you know, Brian, how many times have you gone out and you talk to people and they're going to do a remodel and they say, well, I have to get three estimates because that's everybody's got that in their head. I need to get three estimates and then make the best choice for the person as well as the price. But why why wouldn't you want to be able to have a second opinion about against, you- against your you know to look at what your damage is besides what the insurance company says? Because just because they say it's cost this much doesn't mean that it costs that much. It could be it could be even more, and they're not seeing. How many times have you seen things that uh, the insurance company hasn't seen? Oh, all the time. Yeah, I mean, all the time. They yeah. just miss stuff, and it's not. It's not like they're trying to, you or, know, screw the homeowner. It's just that they just don't see it. They don't see it, and they, like I said, these guys are pretty busy. They go through. They they do their estimate, and it doesn't really matter sometimes what you send them in the beginning because they do their estimate and process it. And then there is a lot of hidden damage. There yeah, is. they don't have a playbook for a lot of this because it's out of their box. Right. You know, like uh, one time I showed you, you know, where there had been additional mold and staining going down a wall with my boroscope. We were just able to just go right down the wall on that same wall, and the damage went even further down the wall than and, expected. And there's sometimes there's a lot of supplemental damage once you take cabinets out and things like that, and you find further damage, insulation behind the walls, on the exterior walls, things like that that... Sometimes they don't always calculate. Right. And um, getting a lot of discussions with them where they want to repair cabinets that 
<laughs> really can't be repaired. You, or you mean those they cabinets? only want to replace the lower cabinets and the uppers don't match. Right, and exactly. We get in a lot of those situations um, in discussions with the insurance company. Bottom line is homeowner, business owner, they should be in the same position they are prior to the loss. Exactly. They, they shouldn't should be, be made whole. They should be made whole. And if they're, everything's matching, it should, it should match at the end. That's right. Absolutely. Now, one of the projects that we're working on uh, with Brian is a homeowner who actually had sewer backup, water damage, and it went. The sewer backup actually came through the toilet, through the 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 I don't know the contract. Previous contractor put the toilet on, didn't seal it right. There was I don't know too much floor. He didn't. He bolted it down, and he had between the layers of floor. And concrete that was there, it just seeped in underneath, and then before you know it, it became a real problem. And now, you know, I think, uh, like you said, they didn't want to see stuff behind. Well, why does the, why are you saying that the tub needs to be replaced? But well, but even though I don't see anything, well, it's a one piece uh, fiberglass unit. It's raw on the outside of it, and uh, you know, it's been contaminated with black water. There's no exactly. way to get to it to yeah. decontaminate it, and there's yeah. no reason it should stay like that. So that's one of the discussions I'm having with that adjuster as far as the other thing is uh, we got eight foot of uh, linear um, vanity, and he put in uh, two foot. Two foot. Yeah. A two so foot vanity? Well, yeah. That's he missed the floor. The floor is out. He missed the floor. He missed the wall damage. And now he's saying he needs to speak with the uh, restoration company that came in and cleaned up the water. And... Uh, you know, it's just kind of hiding a the ball there, and we're just trying to drill it down and get it done. Homeowner, yeah. and then poor homeowner, he's having another baby in two months, and he wants this resolved. And then I have seen restoration companies that, even with all their 200 fans in the house, um, I'll show you a picture of the plugs for their fans and their kids in the house. The backsides of the fans, the electrical was exposed. And then they didn't, they didn't even pull up the carpet. They kind of put the fans so the carpet would just flop, like a, like a flying carpet. That doesn't get anything done because you're not doing the pad. Well, that that's part of the direction of the insurance company, too. They only want them to remove what they absolutely have to and then let the the judgment day be when the adjuster gets there to decide if he thinks it can be restretched and cleaned rather than replaced, replaced yeah. depending on the source of the water and everything else. I have one right now where the guy uh, went away for five days and came back and his whole house was flooded. It has a basement, finished basement, two-store, you know, and... It ended up being the filter behind the refrigerator, and it must have leaked for I think uh, I think we've calculated forty nine thousand gallons oh, in five days. Oh, that's wow. a lot on a quarter inch line. So it must have been leaking just almost that five days. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> one I saw is the drywall right next to the, and it was another one of these uh, water lines. Right next to it, the uh, pantry. They didn't even calculate or even do even try to do the dry out of pulling off the drywall in the pantry that was right next to the refrigeration line. They didn't even calculate for that. And it's like, huh? And some of them, they'll, they'll just drill holes and put in dryers. This particular house had probably 50 fans, five dehumidifiers, and it took them nine days to dry it out. Wow. And now we're now we're calculating out the damage and everything else, and yeah, because the additional damage. <laughs> oh, then I I've actually seen when they have all those fans and dryers on. I've gone around and opened up the panel and looked with my infrared, and the breakers are melting. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it will consume a lot of electricity, and that's one of the things we have to do at the end of the loss to find out 
how much electricity they actually expended so that homeowner can get uh, reimbursed for that as well. For that, yeah. Because it, it does eat up a lot of... Uh, and I've seen the situations tear up air conditioners because they were on their last legs, but all this going on then hurts the air conditioner. It, it doesn't help yeah. it with all the humidity in the house as well. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just amazing. You know, uh, think just thinking about all of this, if you are the homeowner, okay, well, what do I do? You know, those these are things that we need to take into account when we... Th- talk about what what happens what are some of the rights of the homeowner and the interpretation of the homeowner's policy i mean above and beyond how often should they be checked how often should you go back and get that policy reviewed because i mean i i don't think anybody can remember okay like when i got my home and i got my new insurance policy for my new home just remember what you know what was going on seven years ago and what my limits are I don't think anybody remember. I don't remember. Well, normally an insurance company will adjust the limits every year to uh, compensate for the construction costs in the area and that sort of thing. But the problem is the biggest thing I see right now with a lot of insurance companies is they're not providing or offering code coverage. So the problem is if you have a loss and, for instance, if you have a garage that wasn't permitted, you bought the house that way. You didn't know. Now now you have a fire, and they say, the city comes in and says, you know what? That garage is not permitted. You're going to have to bring it up to code, or you're going to have to tear it down. It wasn't part of the original home. Because when you buy a house, you don't know that. There, most people don't check that. Right. And so people people don't have code coverage. <laughs> Dan's raising his hand. Dan, people Dan, don't sure have code coverage. And, I, and I've run in this, especially with one carrier, um, that – if the house is a certain amount of years old, they don't they don't they don't provide that coverage. So why would you buy that from that company? Exactly. Because if you live in Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, and you don't have um, sprinklers, if you're in an older home, you have a fire, you're putting sprinklers in it, whether you have coverage or not. They're not, they're going to make you do it, right? Because now um, it's code. Same with um, you know additions that aren't up to code, electrical, GFI switches. All that. AFCIs that are on there now? Yeah. The whole bit. And some states are worse than others. California, they have this thing called Title 24 where you have to be efficient down to your water heaters, your air conditioning units, your appliances. If you're not and you don't have that coverage, somebody's paying for it. And then they also have a whole bunch of stuff about seismic strapping on the homes, on the water heaters, and appliances. Oh, it's it's ungodly. Absolutely. Well, when you think about it, you're absolutely right, because we saw one of the episodes with our friends uh, Skip and Allison Bedell from Catch a Contractor, but one guy decided that he was going to Mickey Mouse the hot water heater in his Mm. garage, and it it, was – he was like one of the ones that was up off the floor. He had it on a shelf, held on. The shelf was held on with chains, <laughs> and it was sitting on top of that a couple of feet off, like three foot off the floor with no seismic strapping at all, unless he thought that the plumbing would hold it in place along with the chains on the shelf. That was it. Well, that's like the water heater leaning out. And that out. was done by a contractor, believe it or not. And that's like the water heater leaning out of the door in the hallway? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just some. Well, real- I have one right now where we had to go to a variance hearing. The house has been the same way since 1984, except somebody put on a garage and didn't permit it. And yeah. we had to go to a variance hearing with the city just to say, we want to fix the house exactly the way it sits because yeah. they had different um, zoning. Yeah, because things change. Yeah. So, you know, that, that delayed the construction and 
it's, it, luckily she has coverage for it, so it's costing the insurance company more money, but there's nothing you can do about it. It's bureaucracy. Yeah, and you've got and it's all done. It's all it was all done by somebody who wrote it down and was a little wrong and nobody caught it. Now we go back and now all of a sudden now we've got to go back. They had and a fix fire it. and the city says, wait a minute, your records don't match our records. Got to go to a hearing. Right. right. And there's a thing called build facts. If you want to give us a call, we can help you get the build facts on the house. I mean, that's important. You might find out, like I said, if you buy a home, get that build facts because it could show you something that maybe wasn't disclosed. You may find out that your room addition on the back or the front was never permitted. You know, um, things like that. We we looked at yeah, we looked at a house not too long ago for. um, In fact, it was for a gentleman who actually worked for an insurance company, and one of he said he had about six months. And Dan and I were actually out there. We were up on the roof. We did some uh, infrared looking for leaks and stuff. But when you looked at the way it was designed, not to mention when you saw that the ductwork came out of one gabled end <laughs> and was on the roof, it, I mean, it looked like... The duck walked across the roof. I actually was <laughs> on a home the other day that I I, I could pick out, okay, that, that would be a good show. That would be a good show. I mean, there were so many things wrong just from looking at roof lines and what mm-hmm. was on top of the roof, not to mention the way the there was like no fascia board. They built the home. The, the edge of the roof was right at the edge of the stucco. So when water ran down off the roof, it ran right down the stucco. It sucked it right And in. guess what was below that about six, eight foot down off the roof line? A window. Oh, boy. And it just like... What we, that was that same that was, your, that was your water induction point, Dan. It yeah, just came yeah. right in. So uh, just strange things that contractors do. And, it, again, I could never do those things. Sometimes you look at that and say, what were it they just, thinking? Exactly. What were they thinking? Or, they as their brain as Arsenio Hall used to say, Josh, things that make you go, hmm, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we've got to go to break. And on the other side, we're going to talk about some of the steps you should take if you have a disaster in your home, don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Well, good morning, sleepyhead. It's about time you woke up. I made you some coffee. You know... You've got a lot of honeydew items to do today. What do you mean? Like, what kind of items? Oh, come on. There's the garage door to fix, the leaky faucet that's been dripping all night, and that sticky front door you've been promising me to fix for over three years. I don't know if I can get all those things done today before the big game. Oh, ho, ho, ho. don't forget you promised to do some things for Nana, too. Didn't he, Nana? He sure did. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Are you planning a home improvement project? Would you like to find a way to save thousands of dollars on the items for that project? Let me introduce you to Direct Buy. See hundreds of samples from furniture, flooring, electronics, and appliances, and all the hottest products from your favorite brands. And tell them you heard about them on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, your perfect remodel starts with Image Home Improvement and Direct Buy.
In football, a good game plan is key to success. The same goes for your home improvement projects. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement strategy Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Are you planning a home improvement project? Would you like to find a way to save thousands of dollars on the items for that project? Let me introduce you to Direct Buy. See hundreds of samples from furniture, flooring, electronics, and appliances, and all the hottest products from your favorite brands. And tell them you heard about them on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, your perfect remodel starts with Image Home Improvement and Direct Buy. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Storm goes on out of control. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double White Network. And before we get back to our conversation, I want to let everybody know, if you would like to go out and check out your Direct Buy Lifestyle, make sure you give them a call at 602-288-5911. That's 602-288-5911. See our good friends out there. Tell them you heard about Direct Buy on Image Home Improvement Live. Now, back to our conversation with Brian Molino from Lost Consultants, LLC. And, um, Brian, what should, what should be some of the steps that a homeowner should take in, in progression? God forbid something happens to their home and they need your help. Well, the first thing they need to do is mitigate any damages. If it's a fire, board up the house, secure the house, take the valuables out of the house when they can, um, Contact their insurance company promptly, and if they think they need help, give us a call. We'll come out. It doesn't cost them anything to speak with us. We'll give them their, our opinion as to what steps to take. But the, the insurance policy is a, it's a contract, and there are obligations on each side of it. So the homeowner must do what they need to do to protect their property from any further damage. That's the first thing. Second thing is, of course, uh, take care of their family. Gets, get, get, get to a safe location and um, start uh, handling the claim. You know, how important is having a proactive claim management strategy? When you think about that, um, everybody, and I know a lot of people think, oh my God, I call the insurance company and whatever the insurance company says, I have to live with. But that's not true. No, it isn't. Um, basically, by having a strategy of uh, dealing with the claim, doing the proper testing ahead of time, knowing what the materials are in the house, if there's asbestos, things like that, that changes the whole 
uh, forecast of how the claim's going to be handled. Um, protecting personal property, moving property out that's not damaged, and uh, getting a proactive approach on compiling your claim in detail to to present to the insurance company. Yeah. One of the things that I think all of all of our listeners should be aware of, if you don't have a good record of things that are in your house, you need to go to our webpage at imagehomeimprovementshow.com, scroll down to the bottom of the or lower part of the homepage in where it says home minders. And it, a lot of you have heard me talk about home minders before, but this is one of the best ways to actually be reminded about exactly home minders, just what the name says to be able to be reminded about what maintenance needs to be done. But more importantly, you're able to go in there and fill out all the information about your home, whatever detail list, the type of equipment, furniture and stuff you have include pictures so there's an accurate record of what's in your home so that if, God forbid, something happens and the insurance company says, okay, well, what do you have? Well, there it is. It's all in one place. You don't have to go down. You're in the middle of a crisis now. What would it be? How many times would you think that you'd forget about things that were in your home in, because you're thinking about my house, my God, my family? What am I going to do next? Here it is all on a software program already laid out. All you have to do is... Give that information to the insurance company. There's no question about what you had in the insurance company because you've got a listing and you've got a picture. Because you're in crisis mode. That's the last thing yeah. on your mind is all your records. And, and the one thing that you could do, it costs – normally it would cost you $79 for a two-year subscription. You go on our website with our promotion code, which is right there for you, image. You get it for $49 for two years. That's, that's like a, an insurance company in itself – to accurately document what you have. And when you get something new, make sure you go back in and add it in, take a picture of it, so this way there's a record of it. Yeah, that's a very good product, and everybody should do it because I can't tell you, I have a catastrophic fire where virtually everything's destroyed in a home. And to try to, for the homeowner dealing with the crisis and everything else, trying to determine what exactly was in the home and reconstruct an inventory... Yeah, it takes a it. very long time, and it's very difficult. And then months later, they'll remember other things that um, that aren't on the list. So by having a record like that, that's an yeah. excellent product. I, I urge everybody to do it because um, you don't want it to happen to you. You can't plan these things. But if it does, you will have an accurate record of what you own because you're entitled to get paid for it. Exactly. And, and it's going to make your job easier, too. It does. You, yeah. I mean, you don't have, and plus, it's going to save, again, save time which is so important in the cri- in a crisis mode. And, well, and the worst thing you want to do is go back to an insurance company six, eight months later and say, oh, by the way, we missed uh, uh, this and that and reopen the file. Not that it's that. a major problem, but it, it slows things down. Yeah, absolutely. It's like trying to watch molasses thaw out to get them to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, absolutely, I urge everybody to, to look at that product and, and purchase it because it is it's a big help. And, I, I, I've handled hurricanes in the Gulf region, and some of the people, you know, they knew they were going to get hit, and they're packing and running out, and the last thing they're doing is trying to take pictures of everything in their house. Sure. Because they know that they may get um, hit. Come, come back hit. with nothing there. And so they, you know, but, um, yeah, that's a very good product, and I would urge everybody to do it because uh, it's uh, well worth it. Yeah, yeah the unexpected happens in, in monsoons that people don't expect. Like I saw a couple places where the neighbor's trees dropped in on their house. 
just say hi. They dropped they just in. Just dropped in. Yeah, they just dropped in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how about how talking about you were talking about the other day? What was it? One of the storms we had like a week and a half ago on the news. The tree. Lucky for him, the tree, this big tall tree, decided to fall over. And it fell over, and it just missed the house. It fell parallel to the house, and the top of the tree just ended when it hit the ground before his barn started. Oh, geez. And, and he just had – and this is what I'm saying. Sometimes they take the homeowner takes preemptive care by going out and getting the tree trimmed, and then mm-hmm. this, the tree still falls over because the root system got wasn't got that shallow. deep, yeah. and the water – the ground got so wet, it just keeled over in the wind. That's right. You know, so much like if you stay out too late one day. No, I. <laughs> you can't predict it. But yeah, it's just some things you can't predict. So you've got to be able to make sure that you know you do whatever you can, and then know that in the event if something does happen, that you 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 have help. But you got to have a record of it. So I mean, take pictures, take pictures of the outside of your home, because you never know if a tree decides to fall in your home and destroy your patio. You know, or somebody wants to drive through your house and make it a drive-through. Well, yeah, and they're seen not, several of those in the valley. Yeah, I mean, those things happen when strange things happen. Cars go out of control. And they wind up a carpool. They, yeah, they wind <laughs> up in the pool in the backyard. They see that that a couple of weeks ago there was a thing on the news where they had to bring a crane in because, and the guy was in the pool and he was went underwater. And all of a sudden, he heard this big splash. Thank God the car didn't hit him. He came up out of the water, and he sees this big, you know, Ford Explorer in the pool with him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) I mean, that, yeah, like that said, that leads new. uh, Like they said, like a rock. I have a client. (laughs) I have a client. He lives in a very bad intersection, and someone decided to do a drive-through through his house and Mm -hmm. got it fixed two weeks later. After Another? they fixed the whole house, same thing happened again. Somebody wanted to see how that oh. looked, huh? <laughs> oh, it's just bad luck. Man, the I mean, insurance yeah. company must it's time have, to move. <laughs> the insurance company must must have been like really ready to. Well, now he put a wall up in front of the house. Hopefully, slow him down. You're really, <laughs> you're really. I'm gonna put some steel spikes like they have in front of Walmart. Put those big big poles up. Keep people away. There you go. That would be that. Brian, thanks for so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it and. One more time for our listeners. How can they contact you? Just uh, give us a call and uh, 1-800-786-9394 or 480-415-4382. Our website is LLSSLLC.com, and uh, we'll be glad to give you a free consultation. Go out and see where you're at with your claim and if we can help you or not. Absolutely. And it, you owe that. Make sure you put that number and that web address bookmarked and keep that number handy in in your uh, whatever you do, however you log phone numbers, Rolodex, uh, Outlook, however you still do it, make sure you keep that number handy. Put it in your smartphone in case you ever need it because it's always good to have that in case of emergency. And we want to give you a little round of applause for a great job. Thank you. All right. Thank you for having me today. All right. And then one of the things we want to let everybody know about next week, make sure you join us next week because we've got some great guests coming inside it. You know, this is a good time to get ready. You know, you think about it, it's August, but, it you know, September is going to be here. We get after Labor Day, and it's going to be time to start thinking about what to get ready for your home. So John Morris from PhoenixHousePainting.com will be here, as well as... Suzanne Whitaker from Passion for Murals will be here. If you have some special 
artwork that you would like to be done in your home for whatever reason, whether it be for your kitchen uh, or if you maybe have a, a new baby on the way that you'd like to get some special children's painting done, she's going to be able to share. She, As I, as I like to say affectionately, she is my uh, favorite muralist. There you go. It's like I have my favorite talk show host. I have my favorite muralist. There you go. So uh, make sure you tune in for that. Plus more coming your way next week on Image Home Improvement Live. Remember, as we like to say here, the Double Wide Crew, the best home improvement this side of the planet. So make sure you check us out. All your home improvement questions right here every Saturday morning, your answer in the digital age. And Josh... Thanks so much for doing a great job today. And uh, as I like to say, the guests and the producer can leave the studio not bleeding this week. So make sure you you stay tuned. Thanks so much for being with us. And remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you. To a deal apartment.